Hey everybody, it's Tony with Tales from the Cryptocurrency, and crypto traders will want to keep an eye on Solana when April 5th gets here. Why? Well, that's when the Solana Foundation, the group behind the sole cryptocurrency, will hold their special event in Miami. Solana Miami will start on April 5th and last through April 10th. This is going to take up an entire block in the Wynwood area of Miami. I'm currently on my way to it as well, which is why I wanted to get this podcast out to you guys before. Uh, so what can crypto traders expect to see from Solana during the event? Well, the big focus is time is around the community. Uh, this will have the group highlighting uh, builders, artists, merchants, and users that take part in this whole community. The Solana Foundation notes that uh, the event will include a block-long street fair with food trucks, merchants, and more. Of course, those taking part in the event will be able to make purchases with Seoul. Uh, I'm going down there to make sure that uh, the protocols that they're using are something that we can adopt in the future with our MetaHedge coin. So that's one of things that I'm I'm uh, definitely going down uh, to take a look at. I want to see how everybody's interacting. I want to go introduce MetaHedge down there. I want to talk to other developers. Uh, and I also want to see uh, our scalability and our ability to interact in the future with the blockchain, uh, with all the things that are currently going on um, in the development of the space. So uh, there's going to be more than 21 events for people to attend with tickets uh, to those uh, to those events. Each of those tickets are like sold separately, so you can kind of pick and choose what you're going to be going to. Uh, another event uh, worth noting is that the Solana Foundation Hacker House in Miami uh, will be uh, active and rolling. That's one of the spots that I will definitely be hanging around in. Uh, as you know, uh, anything with the name Hacker House definitely has uh, my approval and uh, I am going there uh, mostly to meet other developers and etc in the space so uh, more details about these events uh, will be coming out closer to the start of the festival uh, but in the meantime um, I'll uh, try to keep you posted uh, via Facebook and that kind of stuff uh, from the festival as well uh, while I'm there uh, also there's a, a little something for NFT traders uh, to watch out for uh, the Miami event will include a special NFT gallery with works from artists uh, from all over the world, making use of the Solana ecosystem. I'm hoping to get some of uh, our uh, NFTs into that space as well um, and uh, to get some of our work uh, exhibited out there. Maybe uh, some of the... Um Cosmic Kitty or some of the Homeless Kitty or some of the Interdimensional Unicorn uh, NFT drops that we've had, uh, maybe uh, at least get them a little bit of exposure out there. So Solana crypto fans uh, looking for more details about the event can drop me a line at uh, CryptoKeeper2U at gmail.com. That's CryptoKeeper, the number two, the letter U at gmail.com. Uh, especially if you're going to be there, drop me a line as well. And maybe we can get together uh, in Miami, which would be really nice. Uh, currently right now, Seoul is 5.5% over the last 24 hour period. Um, and uh, this is as of like Thursday morning, we had a little bit of a drop over the over the weekend and hopefully today on monday uh which is the date of this podcast um this is uh on monday april 4th uh, in case you're listening to this in the future um 
right now, uh, Solana has a slight drop, but it is substantially higher uh, than it was uh, even a week ago right now. So uh, we're looking for more good news uh, um, along the the, uh, crypto space, especially where Solana is. Um, And if you're looking for good news, then you are in luck because uh, with that Solana event, we are going to be able to to make some contacts that will probably uh, be able to to propel uh, MetaHedge and our, our current projects into um, some some more uh, visible you know visible platforms and stuff like that. That's uh, what I'll say from there on. Um, so, anyways, uh, with all the stuff that we currently have going on, um, it's nice to 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 be able to merge uh, and see some faces um, that are currently working in the same uh, development space as myself. So, I look forward to it, and I will be there. Um, Probably Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, I'm thinking of attending the event, uh, and I'll bring you some coverage from the event uh, there. So I was currently thinking that uh, the metaverse, uh, you know, is going to be a place that's going to fuel uh, massive innovation. Uh, and here's 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 something that I'm going to drop on you too, uh, with all the new stuff uh, that is coming into place uh, and all the the new. Uh, talk about the metaverse, uh, there's many things that the metaverse is. And the one thing that it is not, it's Facebook. Facebook is not the metaverse. And I'm going to tell you all about that when we get back from these ads. Hey everybody, it's Tony with Tales from the Cryptocurrency. Today's episode is brought to you by StockForge. Have you wanted to learn more about stocks in a friendly community? StockForge is your answer. In the StockForge platform, you can also find my channel where I have the hottest airdrops from across the internet. In order to profit from crypto, timing is crucial. And what better timing is there than at the very beginning of a project? I receive tons of free crypto and NFTs and so can you on the Cryptony Airdrops channel, only on StockForge. Use promo code Cryptony to try it for free. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-N-Y to try it for free on StockForge. Make sure to sign up for the Tales from the Cryptocurrency Facebook group, where I post the podcast first and also answer questions and post important information on the latest cryptocurrencies and NFT crazes. This program is brought to you by MetaHedge, one coin for every metaverse. MetaHedge holders are profiting from the moves of an expert board in the metaverse space. They invest the company's holdings in metaverse opportunities, such as real estate, 3D construction, NFT art management, sports memorabilia cataloging, and digital verification. MetaHedge is the most unique coin in the MetaSpace and certain to be a future big-time player as the space continues to develop. Get yours today at MyMetaHedge.com. Once again, that's MyMetaHedge.com. All right, so I'm back. And here's a hot take. The metaverse is not what Mark Zuckerberg says it is. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's not a place or an alternate reality uh, that we all migrate into. Um, The metaverse is not a game. 
It's, it's not a land grab, even though a lot of that seems to be going on these days. Um, and it's not a massive branding opportunity, even though there seems to be a lot of that going on these days. Uh, but the truth is, the metaverse is really a decentralized system that has a lot more in common with peer-to-peer services like Napster, Skype, uh, BitTorrent, um, Oh, and here's something that it doesn't have anything in common with, uh, Facebook. Uh, It also doesn't have anything really in common with uh, something else uh, that's called Meta. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, you you heard me right. Decentralized peer-to-peer networks are where the technologists gather and create the architecture that fuels like future innovation, right? So, uh, and that's true for the metaverse as well. So I'll I'll give you two examples uh, that are relevant for understanding the metaverse. Uh, um, Founded in like 2003, Skype was part of a wave of technologies, uh, including BitTorrent, Kaza, and Napster at that time, uh, that connected individual computers in an automated, trustful way. Uh, These networks were optimized for bandwidth and reduced the bottlenecks for tapping into into popular content, you know? So if you had like a popular song that you liked and you uh, offered it up at one of these, uh, you know, connected networks, um, you would be able to access it pretty quickly, uh, even if there was like tons and tons of people trying to access like the very same thing. So so, uh, during this time, um, Skype was able to rise above the competition uh, as a key player in the market. Peer-to-peer technology, that was the actual market. It created a network of nodes that enabled an always-on, hyper-efficient community and connected uh, a network of computers. This meant that it wasn't tied to the limitations of any particular telecom carrier or web service provider. Uh, Of course, when Skype moved to the Azure platform, uh, the core technology changed. But when it first arrived, Skype was revolutionary and unlocked an incredible burst of innovation that that continues to make our lives better today in in a bunch of different ways. Um, uh, For example, take Spotify uh, or or like Skype. Uh, Both of these used peer-to-peer technology to store and distribute content amongst nodes and and uh, decentralization let the service acquire millions of users and deliver great audio and service eventually became ubiquitous uh the fingerprints of world changing peer to peer decentralized innovation and disruption uh are actually all over the internet and uh and begin prior to the existence of facebook and and meta so uh, now that I gave you that little brief uh, uh, preamble on, on history, uh, that brings us back to, to the current metaverse. So the real promise of the metaverse is new data-rich experiences and services uh, that are faster, better, cheaper, uh, whether that's in finance or virtual socialization, uh, whether you're, you're attending business meetings, uh, uh, using it for healthcare, or anything else that you can like virtually imagine. The metaverse will encompass all these use cases, and they'll all be decentralized. In fact, decentralized 
uh, and decentralization is not just a feature of an open metaverse. It's a core tenet uh, that will avoid bottlenecks and enable interoperability uh, that traverses wall gardens. It provides uh, basically scalability, uh, no matter how many people use these products or services. Uh, and it will also provide unbridled security, uh, which is coming on. So for the last 20 years, uh, if you've been in the tech space, uh, we've seen peer-to-peer or decentralized technologies uh, start off as, as mostly marginalized technology built for geeks and nerds, by nerds and geeks, um, whether that be file sharing or peer-to-peer music or crypto mining. But the truth is these technologies need to be seen through the context of time and how they've improved the user experience, whether that's enabling free calls and, uh, and video or enabling instant on music services like Spotify, the next generation of peer-to-peer services will enable even greater participation of those who, in a decentralized metaverse, can work directly with each other and trust the network for things like money transfer and social media, rather than relying on a centralized operator or service. That's right. See, now I'm glaring at Meta and Facebook. Napster was decentralized uh, from the beginning. Um, And as a decentralized network with a central index uh, was how it actually operated. So, and, and, and that's really what Facebook is trying to build. Napster was at the center of the network and it failed back then. Uh, whereas BitTorrent, which was a truly decentralized network, uh, is self-managing and self-governing technology that empowers a rich ecosystem. Uh, and because of that, it has endured and continued uh, even today. Uh, I know some of you might not have heard of BitTorrent before, but if you transfer large files, um, you most likely uh, are, in, are, are using it or, or basically interacting with it in one way or another. Uh, I'll tell you now that history always shows that, that open networks tend to win versus centralized systems. Uh, the architecture of a metaverse will be more like that of BitTorrent or better yet, blockchain. Blockchain is decentralized and truly distributed. We don't even know who created the ledger. There is no central index, and blockchain has already unlocked an explosion of innovation that that will only grow in the years to come. You may be tempted to roll your eyes right now at blockchain or crypto or NFTs. I know I can see some of you doing it, but don't think of those as fully formed products yet. They're prototypes of the operating system for how we're going to move forward and Just in case you think the peer-to-peer decentralized connection is still a stretch, consider who invested in the original technologies and who's investing in the same space today. Tim Draper, he was a big backer of peer-to-peer technology in companies like Skype, and he also believes that blockchain and Bitcoin solutions are better, faster, cheaper than fiat currencies. 
Same guy, different year, natural evolution. You know, uh, earlier in the podcast, you heard me talk about me going to the Solana Festival in Miami uh, and uh, going to try to meet developers and and hopefully, you know, talk about our project and et cetera and all, all of that kind of stuff. This was This was unheard of not so long ago uh but the fact that there's even um you know like an entire community now and an entire event uh that's taking up a city block shows that like all of this all of this technology is really uh becoming you know mainstream and if you look at the solana project in specifics solana is still beta testing it's not even like a fully formed you know project yet uh so we're like in on on the infancy of it um and it's still technically in beta test and and everybody is super interested in it from stars to sports teams to well even us i i mean i built an entire an entire platform on solana so so if it wasn't because of all of this free you know, a peer-to-peer innovation that's allowed uh, where people can talk and, and develop together, uh, we wouldn't even have, we wouldn't have free video calling if we didn't have peer-to-peer. We wouldn't have instant music anywhere in the world without peer-to-peer, and we wouldn't have cryptocurrencies without peer-to-peer. Even the internet probably wouldn't even exist without it. All these technologies that we now take for granted had had their genesis, like their 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 birth moments in decentralization. And the metaverse is just the next step in that in that journey. So one of the things to notice as you move forward uh, in these days is that, you know, you'll see a lot of advertisement for projects and stuff like that coming up. Then you'll hear names for all of like these things that are supposedly touting and, and being part of the metaverse. The metaverse is really about being completely decentralized, where we as users of it can send our money uh, to each other in safe and anonymous fashion. We can purchase goods and services from each other without having restrictions or sanctions or anything placed upon you. It's actually true freedom. And that's coming soon. And I'm excited to be a part of it. So, all right, guys, if you have uh, any questions or anything of the sort, or you want to drop a line or a comment, please do so uh, at CryptoKeeper2U at gmail.com. Also, if you guys are listening on iTunes or if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on Podcast Addict, please take a moment out and give us a four-star review. It really helps with the algorithm. And um, now that we're starting to move forward with a lot of like this information and a lot of like this metaverse uh, development stuff, um, I think the information will be a little bit more valuable than it was in the past. A long time ago, I used to just give out, you know, what the price of stocks were and what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. But uh, right now, I'm going to start to develop. And in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start to give out some content that will actually be worth uh, a lot of money, probably to holders, uh, especially in the NFT market. Uh, one of the things that I'm going to start to do is tell you guys some of like the NFT moves that our board is making at MetaHedge. Um, and I'll start to to share some of those moves with you and let you follow along with us sometimes as 
as well. So I plan on doing that on the podcast. So if you want to learn a little bit about NFTs, you want to learn a little bit about the space, you want to actually make some trades, uh, let's play together. And at least once a week, uh, we'll go ahead and um, I'll, I'll tell you what we're doing. I'll get us the best information that we can. And maybe we'll get in on some projects early, mint some NFTs, and maybe bake, make some big old bucks. Okay, so I will be sharing that information with you here on Tales from the Cryptocurrency. Sign up for it now. In the meantime, if you don't do anything else in the crypto space, just please buy the frickin' dip, which, oh, by the way, is is not now. We are currently moving uh, in the other direction. The Fear and Greed Index currently shows us at a neutral 52. As everybody knows, uh, extreme fear causes good buying opportunities and extreme greed uh, most likely is going to be opportunities to profit. So like right now we're in the middle, we're starting to head over towards greed. Uh, so as the market starts to move up. So uh, right now is not the dip. Uh, you missed the dip. So uh, kind of hang tight for a second or not. You know, after all, this isn't financial information. I'm a moron. Don't listen to me and I'll leave you with that. Take care, guys. Have a great one.